Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio with your host, Jennifer O'Neill, where the focus is to simplify the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. Jennifer is a leading expert in the field of spirit communication and has spent the last 20 years as a professional psychic and spiritual teacher, helping people all over the world learn how to develop themselves spiritually through her books, podcasts, and her virtual learning center, Keys to the Spirit World. For the next hour, join Jennifer to discover different tools and techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit world better and empower you on your own spiritual journey. Aloha. Welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Uh, I have my co-host back today, Kao. Aloha. How are you? Hello. Uh, Good. I do... I do want to point out to you, you want to pay attention, Kale, because show and the producer says, I just hung up on you and I said, except for just now, and he's like, oh, that was weird. And then as the commercials were running, I was getting some really weird technical feedback, um, which you were not. Then um, we also know what happened on last week's show. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who are new to my work, um, I have been working on a majorly huge project. And when I begin to work on any projects that will raise the vibration of many, because that's what I do when I'm trying to reach several uh, people, hundreds or thousands or whatever. And um, when I do that, anybody who works around me, or is in my day-to-day life knows that to watch all your technical stuff because things may be shutting down at random times at will and you will most likely be having some major technical difficulties and spirit interference. And it's beginning to happen as I'm making headway on this project. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's happening all the time now. So uh, if I cut out KL, We'll take over and I'll be back. Um, that being said, I am really excited about the show today. Um, oh, and stay tuned for the project. I'm not going to talk about that yet, but I hope to have it done in the next few months. Spiritual burnout. This is a topic that I, is going to be very helpful for a lot of people. So... Uh, me and Kale were talking about this, and I think that a lot of people are experiencing this now, and they don't kind of realize what it is. Um, but we're going to start with leads to spiritual burnout, or which is this after me and you talked yesterday, and I started realizing that um, this, when we were talking about the first subject, which is going to be physical burnout, people can kind of relate to. Um, it actually ties into that even more so than we were mm-hmm. discussing the other day. So physical burnout, as most people know, um, would be when you kind of hit a wall. You're like, you just surrender, you, you've hit a wall. Um, basically, you're overwhelmed with uh, mental stress. You have mental stress overwhelm. And there is actual physical burnout where, like, if you're an athlete or um, you work with your body if you're just consistently 
you know, moving boxes around or uh, lifting heavy items. Of course, you can have physical burnout today, but talking about more, um, more of the, the soul and the mental aspect of, of physical burnout. And so this is when I think everybody's experienced uh, mental fatigue and physical what we are calling physical burnout is going to be the mental aspect today. I think everybody's experienced that at least one time, wouldn't you say? I mean, I've experienced at it at least mm-hmm. way more than once. I mean, even before I was heavy into the spiritual work, um, I think that, but every, you know, my ability is just to go through everything. In fact, that's <laughs> what I do. I, I kind of go through everything until I hit the wall. <laughs> Then I'm like, wait a yes. minute. <clears throat> but I think that a lot of people that, and so um, one of the things that happen happens when, which is what I'd like to discuss more, is when you experience overwhelm and stress in a job, in family life, in just your routine, because it usually, um, sometimes it can relate to one thing, like a job or some type of routine, a relationship, you just become mentally fatigued from the overwhelming stress of dealing with whatever situation you're the burnout. But if you, you pile on a lot of other, you're constantly having to run the kids and you're running a household um, or you're just traveling for work all the time, that of course compounds it and makes it really, um, uh, more uh, the good part about physical or mental burnout, mental fatigue, is this is usually a really good indicator that you're not happy. And I think people overlook that part of. So I always. So there's a few things that I can get when um, I'm really stressed out. Which if I'm really stressed out, I can get like heart palpitations and, and I've had them mm-hmm. my whole life and I I get them after if I'm really stressed out for two weeks I like a week after the two weeks and I actually view that, that as a blessing in disguise I think is just people and because I'm a mom I take on a lot more stress than I I just think oh I can handle this oh yeah it's no big deal and then um, I don't realize and the physical until I get those. And then when I get them, I'm like, oh, okay, indicator that I'm not handling my stress well or I have too much on my plate and I, I need to move stuff off of it. And so for me, it's kind of a blessing. At first, it kind of freaked me out when I was younger. And of course, then you do all the EKG stuff and everything's okay. Um, but I, uh, and then they, a lot of times, of course, they want to give you medicine. They want to give you medicine. Well, this can stop that. But I didn't want to necessarily stop that part. I wanted to figure out why am I getting them in the first place? Because they were never consistent. So I wouldn't have them all the time. I would only have them sometimes. And I thought, well, there's got to be something that I'm doing. And it took me a little while to realize it was stress related. Um, and so when I have them, it's like, oh, this, it's a cheat sheet for me. It's like, okay, you're not paying attention to these things in your life. And so you need to either shift what you're doing or, or you know, this could potentially get worse or annoying. Um, and I feel like that's what Pete happy 
hit a wall is they really are, they go along being unhappy for very long. And it's not until they just hit that wall with burnout that they're like, okay, yeah, I'm just really not happy. Do you agree? I mean, I do. I, I, I agree. And I love, guys. yes. And I love your, the way you processed that when you were feeling your own physical burnout and you weren't just powering through it, you stopped and looked at it. What are the blessings here? Why am I feeling this? Where is this coming from? Well, I analyze everything, as you know, and I, I'm always trying to figure out, like, even the thing about, like, if someone had high blood pressure, cholesterol, whatever, like, yeah, you can take the medicine for it, but there's got to be a reason that you're getting it. And maybe other people that are mm -hmm. eating the same thing in your family are not. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that never, ever. So there's got to be a reason behind it. So, and even if you talk to doctors, they, uh, like, um, a lot of doctors who, who actually want to know more behind the things that they treat, they'll explain to you, a lot of it's stress-related, of course. A lot of, of uh, physical things are stress-related. Oh, yeah. So if you're experiencing this, I think my advice is to definitely uh, reevaluate right away because and under discover why you're unhappy. And I think a lot of people do do this, but then they don't know what to do after, um, which this leads to many people kind of soul-searching. And so they're trying to figure out, okay, well, if I'm I'm not happy, happy, because a lot of, in my experience, and you can tell me what your experience is, um, when I see a lot of people with mental fatigue, my experience is they're pushing themselves to do things because of A, um, money, because they mm -hmm. feel like they have an amount of money, B, to be responsible, because they now feel they have to support family or their own household or whatever in a way that they're used to. Um, so that requires money. And um, they, three, they need to, they feel like they want to please people, which would of course be than them, even other people. Um, but do you notice that, like, what do you think, what do you feel that you see as a cause of a lot of mental burnout? Uh, definitely those three things, as well as a lot of people not, the people pleasing is huge because a lot of times people are feeling that burnt out, they're feeling low energy, but yet they're not saying no to other people, excuse me, to themselves. Mm -hmm. They keep saying yes to other people and then they just, and then they're, they get that physical burnout and then they're out, they get sick and then there's there it's like a forced rest you have to stop and look at why am i why am i feeling this way um but definitely you really hit the nail on the head with the they have to forge forward because of um money they have to they need the to pay the bills they need to maintain their home their mothers and fathers and caregivers so well and i think what people need to understand too is if they don't make going to experience the same pattern over and over again. So if you're experiencing that's exactly it or not currently to ad address and make some changes or this will be your pattern again. And we'll talk more about that when we get back from the break.
The cutting edge of conscious radio. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Tune in to The Practical Intuitive, Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. I am Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called the Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Jan, are you there? Listen. Oh. Um, we are, yes, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you are. Um, yeah, see, I've been having major tech. <laughs> I hope all the shows don't go like this from here on out, because, like, this project I'm working on is potentially going to take, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, we've been talking about physical burnout and how that leads to basically which leads to soul searching um, many times leads to a spiritual journey. So, so uh, have you ever, did you, I don't think that you had that specifically happen to you, but I think that you have clients that you've had that happen to um, where you, they're coming to you as they're soul searching, but it was because they hit a burnout space. Oh, yeah. And I love right before the break, you were talking about uh, the pattern about revisiting patterns. And when you continue carrying patterns that don't serve you, old patterns, they actually, they do lead to physical burnout, physical right. ailments. Mm -hmm. Well, and it will in any type of burnout. So um, mm -hmm. if you're experiencing it and you're not sure, which um, those who continue to do it will continue to have burnout, but those who shift what they're doing usually lead to soul searching. And um, that can is the first stepping stone to your spiritual journey because you start going, okay, I'm not happy. I don't want to do this pattern anymore. I need to feel what can relieve this feeling of stress and hitting the wall. And then you start d figuring out what is it that I really desire. Like you, you essentially, as adults, I think a lot of people, or I've seen a lot of my clients that come in, 
when I ask them questions, they're really trying to discover who they are again, because many times as an adult, you've lost who you were for a very long period of time as you were being responsible, my favorite word. Um, and as a, being a responsible adult, uh, you lose any sense of who you were when you were younger. And I've literally had clients that have said, uh, when I've said, okay, what did you, what, what do you enjoy? What do you love to do? And they're just like, I, I anymore, I, I have no idea. Right. And that's usually when it comes from where they've, they've hit a wall. And so I have to bring them back to the basics and go, okay, let's go backwards to when you were younger, your child, when you were a teenager, and what, what did you do for fun? What were your interests? And, and they'll be like, well, I don't talking about it. And this is for any of you who, are, who don't know what you like to do anymore. Um, start going back to your childhood and your teenage years and start remembering what did you do for fun? What did you do for hobby? What did you do for playtime as a child? What did you do as a teenager um, to kill time? Like what were some of the things that you were interested in? Was it a, a sport you were interested in? Was it a hobby you were interested in? And many times, a, a, lot, of, a lot of times people think, oh yeah, that was just something I was interested in that was kind of a hobby-ish. It doesn't matter if it's a hobby or not. You wanna revisit and try to find that part of yourself again where there was, where you were spending time um, raising your vibration because that's what was happening during that time in your life. And you wanna focus upon that. So what happens on a spiritual journey, uh, which will be our next burnout segment, people can actually get spiritual burnout as well. So, and it's not that this is necessarily going to happen. You're gonna get physical burnout and then you're gonna get spiritual journey burnout and then you're gonna get another type of burnout, which we're <laughs> gonna talk about. It's not like you're just gonna go constantly burn the candle at both ends. The reason that um, we're covering all these topics because you may be of your life and journey and whether the beginning spark, part or you're in the spiritual aspect, the, the second stage, um, you may be, we're talking to you from the point of whatever stage you're in. So as people discover, begin to discover the parts of themselves that bring them joy, they have, they raise their vibration a little bit and then they can feel that. And then they're like, oh, that feels good. Like remembering this feels good to me. And so it, it sparks something when you're, when you become in tune with your spiritual body, when you haven't been for a really long time, it's piece of you alive inside that gives you almost like an electric throughout your entire body of like something that feels really good, like a joy jolt. I, I don't know. That sounds really weird to say that out loud, but, um, it gives <laughs> you this feeling throughout your body that you're like, oh, that I, I, I remember this because everybody always remembers it and this feels really good and where did I lose this along the way? And so as you begin to feel your spiritual body again and it begins to electrify through your physical body and part of you you've lost when people say that they've lost themselves, that reactivation, that um, spiritual body on a, on a awareness level um, feels amazing so they just want to do it more and more and more they want to discover more about themselves and they want to make that feeling come to the surface more and so they start reading everything taking everything in that they can um, and trying to discover 
all of what they can that that's in the spiritual world. And then they start learning about spiritual awakening and spiritual transition and uh, spiritual enlightenment. And then those all sound really cool. So, so they're like, wow, like my whole life would be different if I could do that. But the, the issue journey is there's so much information out there and uh, and a lot of it truthfully can be contradictory to one another that it can become extremely confusing and overwhelming just before i let you weigh in on it um what i would like to explain to people is Everybody is on a different spiritual path and a spiritual journey, and you'll want to take the pieces that resonate with you and dis. So even if you take the top 10 spiritual teachers in the world and you read everything, it's going to follow a different path or spiritual guideline. Some of it's going to be the same. But they, they're all a little bit of a different path and a different unique to them. And so you can't take all that information and try to mesh it into one because then you'll be going, okay, well, wait a minute. I learned this over here. And then wait, this one is a little bit different, but they say here, oh, but this is new. And that, so do they agree mm -hmm. with it or not agree with it? You will become very confused. And... What you need to know if you're on one of the number one things as you're gathering the information and you're in the information stage is, again, take what resonates with you because you're on a spiritual journey. Take the pieces of each puzzle that, that fits and feels good to you. Information. Anything that doesn't resonate with you and doesn't go you, internally to the core of your soul, you're not... You're, if you're going, ah, that doesn't feel quite right, leave it on the table. It doesn't matter who's teaching it to you. It's not meant for your journey. Just release it and let it go. If, if you're studying with, with, uh, on some material that you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Keep that information and, and practice that information and move forward. Um, and do you have anything to add to that? Yes, when I love that advice about um, keeping what resonates and discarding what doesn't. And also for everyone to remember that you must allow time to digest these divine downloads that you are experiencing as you are on your spiritual journey. So as, like you said, everybody gets really excited and feels that, that, that inner uh, joy jolt, as you named it. And you want to keep feeling that feeling however you must allow yourself to digest what you are learning and receiving and uh, also I agree with you can have like one of the top spiritual teachers but if you are not resonating with that person or their teachings that's okay there there's there's other people that you will resonate with so you can even Ask yourself, give yourself permission to not, you don't have to agree with everyone and ask, who am I most resonating with? That will well, and help I, with. Yeah. I have something to mm -hmm. add to that. I was just thinking about, cause I, you know, a lot of my stuff's on YouTube, it's on iTunes and everything. 
um, most of my, my students, and I have a big following of students, um, you know, they've said, I've followed many, many people and taken all these classes and nothing resonated with me. And I was really struggling with the information until I found you. And then what you were saying just resonated with me to my very core and blah, blah, blah. And th then they're really happy and I'm teaching them things that they're enjoying and that's wonderful and that's why mm -hmm. I do what I do. However, I have people comment on YouTube in different places. Um, every once in a while, it doesn't happen very often, comments to themselves, uh, well, they'll be like, oh, you took too long. Um, why are, you know, why are you doing it this way or whatever? Okay, well, that's a very example <laughs> of, I'm always wondering, well, why do you keep listening? <laughs> I'm obviously not <laughs> resonating with you. I, I'm not, mm. not really sure why you power then. I mean, because if, if I don't resonate with somebody in the first 10 minutes, you said, okay, I, that mm -hmm. just particular person's mm -hmm. delivery or style didn't work for me. But it's interesting when they wait and read through the, or listen the whole time and then go, okay, well, I didn't like this and this and this. And I'm thinking, I, I don't think that I, I can help you if I'm not, if I'm not working for those people, they definitely should move on and, and, uh, and find a teacher who they, who they appreciate listening, who they're excited. Cause I know that I'm not a teacher for everybody either. So I find, I found that very interesting, um, or find it very interesting when it happens. And it kind of actually makes me laugh anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't make me mad. I just think, huh? Uh, mm -hmm. you want to resonate with whoever is helping you because when you're on a spiritual journey, you do need to educate yourself again. And that's really important. And again, that's why I've done the mentorship stuff and for some things I have on that, that, that I'm working on. But, um, that's why I, I do those things is, is to help give you a knowledge and, and you definitely need to gather knowledge along your spiritual journey, but that can lead to overwhelm and it can burnout. It absolutely can lead you to feeling frustrated. Um, feel, and some of the things that add to that, that is there's trying to make it all make sense. And some of it's not making sense mm -hmm. to you, but you feel like you have to make all of it mesh together somehow because all these spiritual teachers must know something. Um, well, it doesn't work like that. Um, and so then you, you, or you're, and, or you're not seeing any progress, um, which will absolutely happen if you're trying to bring in all the information and not filter through it. Keeping what resonates, releasing the rest. It's kind of like if you're going to college, you're not going to go to college and take all of the college courses that they offer. Like that would absolutely make no sense. College and then you pick the courses that work for you that you're interested in to get you to the degree where you're, you know, you kind of funnel because the degree is usually somewhere you're also interested in going. So you take all that information, you, you use their, their criteria and you pick uh, categories and, and what you want to learn. It's very similar um, in the spiritual realm. There's, you're, you're in a university with hundreds of thousands of classes, you're not going to take all of them, you know. So uh, we'll talk more about this when we get back from the break.
more conscious lifestyle to your world. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Ascending Hearts is no ordinary dating site, but a spiritual dating site with a purpose to link you with your soulmate. We engineer the serendipity so you can trust that you will attune with someone that has the same matching vibration as you. Ascending Hearts, the conscious dating site for the spiritually aware. Try Ascending Hearts for free. AscendingHearts.com Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living. A chance to see new, hear different, and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for. That new understanding that will enhance your life and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. And you can hear it repeatedly without feeling anything. But when we introduce a new stimulus, save the food. We've achieved pulling a natural or inborn response from you. Save the food. Because 40% of all food in the U.S. never gets eaten. Save the food. Cook it, store it, share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. Aloha, and we are back. Uh, Kale, are you there? I'm here. Okay, I'm just <laughs> comical at this point. Like I, you know, I uh, the producer came come in and is like, Jen, I don't know what is happening with your connection, and I I tell, tell you, I people to explain. I, I my headphones are good. I've not literally not moved, and um, it's just this is what happens to me, you guys. The spirit interference is just craziness. So, if you cannot hear me very well, I greatly apologize because this is a good show, um, but I don't know what else to do at this point. And so, keep moving along. Yes. Um, so, spiritual journey, burnout, you get the overwhelm, you start not, you, I think that a lot of uh, the not seeing any progress when people are on a spiritual journey is they gather all that information and they're trying everything, um, not just the stuff that resonates with them. And they're trying so many things that, that they don't really have any spiritual direction. And that can cause them uh, a problem and it can cause blocks and uh, cause you to not see any progress. And <clears throat> when you're not seeing any progress, you get frustrated and just be like, why am I wasting all my time doing all this? Like, this is just like, I, I feel like I, nothing is... Mo there's, it's kind of like if you watch it ever happens. I don't know why people, they do that, the producers on shows. Because after a while, I'm just like, well, you know what? This is kind of like life. If nothing ever, you know, good ever happens, I don't want to keep watching the show. It's, you know, if you're on a spiritual journey, you do want to see some progress. Um, and then one of your things that you mention often is the not feeling supported by friends, family, or community. So, mm hmm how do you feel that like can definitely yeah being on a spiritual journey experiencing burnout definitely can happen when you are not feeling supported 
because I, I know and I, and I speak from past experience, you're feeling that uh, jolt of joy and happiness in, in reigniting your spiritual knowing, and then you want to share it with your partner or someone close to you, and they're not on the same journey that you are. So then you tend to retract a little bit. And then you feel like, oh, no one understands. So when you don't have that full support uh, on your spiritual journey, you can start to experience being uh, burnt out. So it's really important to find a spiritual community so that you do not experience that burnout. Such as, Jen, you have your, uh, your group on Facebook. Um, I have the Mindful Lounge. We... we Welcome all healers and light workers to share what they're doing in the world. And yes, that I, really helps. I, mm-hmm. It is helpful. It is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I know that. So if any of you are looking for more, you can actually go to my keys to the spirit world. And I talk about this a lot um, up on the top, my keys to spirit world And up outside, there's a, a thing that says spirit community. You can click on that and ask to join because um, it's a private group, but I, I do have lots of people in that group that are like, oh my gosh, thank God I found you because I've been wanting to just really dive in and discuss all this stuff and I have nobody to talk to. And I, I, people tell me, you know, that I'm crazy or I'm feeling or that you're weird and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to, they, they feel shut down and they can't explore all their, their experiences and new, and there, we have lots of cool discussions over there. And um, um, where I don't even know how you find the Mindful Lounge. I know I'm in it. I don't know how you find it. How do you find it? <laughs> it's on Facebook. Just go to the okay. Mindful Lounge. <laughs> okay. So um, that can be really, really helpful when you're on the journey. But so if you are experiencing physical, mental, um, one of the things you want to do, we're going to recap a little bit. You want to change what you're doing because if you're experiencing it, you're going to continue to experience it over and over. Um, and it's kind of like that. Albert, I do the same thing over and over, expecting different results. It's only a matter of time before you're going to hit the burnout wall again, your pattern and change your routine and what you're doing. So it's going to come every so often until you make a shift. So that's your sign. And that's a really cool thing to follow. Uh, then it, many times that will lead you to discovering um, and soul searching, discovering your happiness and what, where you're happiest in life. Um, so when you start on that spiritual journey, it doesn't mean necessarily go quit your job if that's part of your problem. Um, but it does mean learning about yourself and starting to put in place, um, a, a different, a change for the future. So it's starting to maybe look for another job or set yourself, maybe start saving money to do X, Y, it's it's like proactive for your future in, in moving out of your unhappiness situation, whatever that may be, and moving towards something that makes you happy. But if you don't understand what that is, then you can't move towards anything, hence the pattern going over and over again. So when you soul search, that is that you want to move towards that becomes a spiritual journey. But as you develop this uh, technique and, and learn more about what makes you happy and go on a spiritual journey, 
instead of taking it all in and deciding that everybody is valid, you want to take what resonates with you and disregard the rest so that you do not experience. Oh, and that will help you actually see progress on your spiritual journey, uh, avoid some blocks and, and move forward. And then of course you want to make sure you get in a spiritual community if you don't have any support, etc. For those of people who make it through all of those things, which you will absolutely have confidence and burnout's just a part of life. So it's not something to fear and go, Oh my God, this is oh, like, you know, it's coming like, uh, whatever you get through the flu, you get through colds. It's just something you do. And you usually hopefully come out in a better, uh, way at the end of that. Uh, um, are discovering that they want to be a healer of some kind. So, um, when they go, when they're very, when they get very interested in their spiritual journey. Um, so when they become, want to become a healer, there's also healer burnout. Um, and so, uh, what I see that happens often is a couple of different things. And then I will let you add to, cause I know that you also, um, work with new healers, um, or helping them discover that they're healers. So you're some somewhere between the last couple burnout stages we're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, they, many times they pick the wrong healing field. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily like, so I don't think that, that I guess that adds to your journey. So what I'm saying is even if you pick what's considered the wrong field, you pick massage and your gift is Reiki or mediumship even, or something like that. Um, or you pick herbology or, and you should be in acupuncture, whatever it may be. It doesn't, I guess I'm wrong necessarily, unless you continue to stay in it because yourself mm -hmm. to stay in a field that you actually would like to be doing something better or you're or not better different which would be better for you or your skill is just um in one area but you're kind of doing something more traditionally because that's what a lot of healers do i think they go the more traditional route as they're becoming a, a not a healer and hiding anymore which is is your area um as you're helping them transition i think that a lot of healers and I call it coming out of the closet. When you come out of the closet as a healer, you will face judgment. Doesn't matter who mm -hmm. you're surrounded by, but at some point, it does. if you're at a social event, if you're at a, a friend of a friend's, um, you will face skepticism. And that's okay. That, that There's nothing wrong with that. But um, that, I can't think, freaks people out when they're kind of dipping their toe in the water out of the closet as a healer. And I think that, so they choose fields that aren't, are not, uh, what, where their ability really lies, but they choose based on what people are going to think of them. Do you find that with a lot of the healers and hiding people that are coming out? Or do you find that they go straight in? Because usually there's an advancement that happens anyways, just like how we were talking about you. Um, you kind of started right. talking about you, you got into just pretending like you were a sidekick, uh, which you were not. And then, um, your skill began to <laughs> develop, <laughs> your skill began to develop. And then when you forced your, 
yourself to do the psychic stuff, but you called it the pedal process, which I love the organized reading part, but you really, you made it very um, under the radar, I would say, as not to I be did. psychic. And then the mediumship, that was on the back burner, and then the pet stuff. Like, there are levels that you learn when you train to become a me medium or um, a healer of any kind you go through skill and then you you develop another skill and that one becomes more intense which amplifies a new skill and then you, you know you go up the chain so to speak and you put a bunch of tools in their belt but do you feel like that they it's hard for people to go jump in and go okay I'm going clear to the end here but do you feel like they choose well, um, something that would oppose judgment or you know what I mean sometimes, well sometimes I mean you're hitting on so many awesome points right now uh, the the healer burnout as far as picking the wrong field, I love how you went back into that and you talked about how you may try one thing that leads to another that leads to another. It's okay, I want to remind everyone, to allow your gifts to evolve. Right. Allow them to evolve. What sparked joy in the beginning may not be sparking joy now. So. So as you continue learning and growing and learning from your teachers and taking those classes and you start to feel that burnout, that is an indicator that you may be now forging forward into another phase. And so using myself as an example, uh, I started out as a Lomi Lomi, a massage, Hawaiian healing massage, uh, and then practitioner. And then I did... Um, feng Shui. I became a Feng Shui consultant. That was joyful at the time, but I knew I wasn't going to get far with it. But I allowed all of these things to take me to where I am today. So going through all those levels. Right. And we'll continue on with your thought as soon as we get back from the break. Conscious connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Humanity Healing International is a small nonprofit with a big dream. Since 2007, HHI has been working tirelessly to bring help to communities with little or no hope. Our projects are not broad mandates, nor are they overnight solutions, but they bring the reassurance that no one is alone and that someone cares. To learn more, Please visit humanityhealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Hi, I'm Kelly Fox, host and astrologer of The Astrology Show. Each week, I'll give you access to the current transits, which are a valuable tool that provide astrological information to help unlock the potential each of us has. Understanding the stars can help steer us in the right direction to make better informed choices. So if you're wondering what's going to happen in your week ahead, be sure to tune in to The Astrology Show for guidance, Mondays at 9pm Eastern Time. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. 
My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Aloha and welcome back. So we were talking about picking the wrong healing field. Okay, I was talking about her knee. Um, Fomi Lomi Masseuse to uh, Feng Shui, continue on with that thought. And I just want to add before you get to that, you've obviously come way farther past Feng Shui. You added it as part of your tool belt. <laughs> but what, what I'm, those of you who It would have just a ton of Lomi Lomi Feng Shui clients, and she was so afraid to kind of let that go. And, and um, thing that was more of interest to her, or where her gifts were um, lied more heavily. Um, and she knew uh, with the Lomi Lomi because it it brought in money, or she didn't want to, you know, wondered how people or other businesses would develop. Um, that would be staying in the wrong healing field um, and mm -hmm. and forcing yourself to be led you to what else? Yeah, so that all of that uh, allowed me to really own my gifts as a medium, as a spiritual medium. And as I was learning, the different healing modalities, I always had these gifts present. I could always see, I could always read other people's energy. Their loved ones were hanging out who had passed on. Their animals were hanging out. And so for everyone listening, uh, if you constantly deny your spiritual gifts, you may experience a burnout. So go ahead and Try different classes. Try these different things. But when you start to experience the burnout, when you it doesn't spark joy anymore, listen, trust your inner guidance, and and explore something else. Uh, that's that's exactly what I did, and it it took me years. And going back up, Jen, when you were talking about um, burnout in the physical sense, you were talking about the people pleasing, and there are absolutely uh, people who are not going to agree with what you do. So that's going to be up to you to listen to that or to really trust your own um, gifts that you were given and move forward. And, um, you know, something that really, really helped me to get out of that mindset of, of what will people think and wanting to please others was I looked at my own daughters and I thought, gosh, I wouldn't want them not to use their own gifts in the world because of some of what other people would think. But yet they were watching me, their mother, not use my mediumship gifts because of that same thing. And so this, that's what really moved me well, forward. At the same point, um, that is also what keeps people from moving forward, though. Um, I've had a lot of healing that were um, that I've mentored and that are being mentored by me. Um, they, their, their kids or different people in their life 
like that, uh, they don't believe in the healing field. And so that's another mm -hmm. thing that does keep people from moving forward. Um, so then they stick to the traditional whatever healing thing as not to, as a psychic or a medium or whatever, to please the kids and, and be worried about what, what the children will say or what kind of effect it will have on their life. Because, you know, as parents, we naturally worry about what kind of affect our children. Um, and so, like, for me personally, um, about this on the show, I just, if I, I go to a social people don't know who I am or they're just meeting me, it's not something that I just volunteer. It's something, you know, I'm there at a social event. I want to enjoy what I'm doing because what I do, I do all the time. And so if they don't know who I am, if they, I'll tell them. Um, but like when, when the kids were little and even now, I let them say. Um, if I'm especially around somebody who isn't important in their life, or I don't just say, well, I'm a, I'm a psychic or I'm a spiritual teacher, or, you know, I teach about spirits. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily volunteer that information. I, we kind of d discuss it and we, I let, I let them take the lead. I kind of look at them and, and they'll answer. And if they're comfortable with it, they'll say, if they're not, then they, then they'll say, uh, um, you know, she owns a business or something. So it's, it, it is weird, uh, I think for us, we, but it does keep people in, in a field and sometimes where they wouldn't naturally choose to be in it, but it looks acceptable to other people. Another right. get to a few of these before um, we get to the end, uh, doing two or more jobs while trying to grow your clientele as a healer, that can cause some burnout and frustration because you don't have any time and you, you know, it's, it's not always easy to grow a clientele. And so you do need to support yourself and you need to be able to pay the bills. And a lot of um, healers that I've been around, um, most of the ones that I've been, the healers I've been mentoring do pretty well and their business has, has been growing. But I have in the industry, I've been around colleagues uh, who have go, go through roller coasters of being able to support themselves really well. And then not be either way, it can cause burnout because if they want to support themselves, it's like feast or famine. They want to take every single healing or reading that they can, and then they just take no time off. Um, or when they're um, not being able to support themselves financially, and start feeling depleted. Right. Why um, um, I'm doing this, anyways? So that becomes famine, and this is my biggest weakness is, um, or my, I violate this one often, is not taking a break. Mm -hmm. um, I get on my case about this all the time. So <laughs> I get on your case about it. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, because it's like, I know, I know, like, I'm like, I'm, I must drive you right. crazy. I must literally absolutely <laughs> drive you to one uh, because we all know I don't listen <laughs> so um, I get on a project and I um, I have in my healing industry my line of work I'm doing very a lot of areas so I, I do the 
Um, I do clap. I do a lot of uh, videos and free stuff as well as all of these other things. And when I get on a product, it literally consumes everything that I'm doing. Um, and I can tend to not take a break. And, you know, truthfully, that's not awesome. And I, but I'm, I always want to get it done. Taking time to take a break, actually makes your creativity go up. It, it brings a lot of clarity when you're doing projects. And truthfully, it, for me, every time I take a break, it brings in more income. For mm -hmm. some reason, it just flows in at that time. I, I, it, it's just the way it works. It's like I just took a rest in the universe. It's almost like I rest and I allow that energy to calm a minute. And because I allow that energy right. to sort of relax a little bit, it's like it allows the walls to come down so more flow of money or income can flow into my life. And then when I'm back doing projects like crazy, it's like my energy gets really big and kind of um, might not necessarily block it, but it puts up a really uh, powerful field around me. And so I need to relax that field often. Um, and so that's something that's also a break. And we talked about the community with times you're in an area or a town that there's not a lot of other healers so uh we me and in cal both have groups for that if if you're looking for those um and i have a lot of teach a lot of businesses um and then not having any resources uh to figure out which direction you want to take your class or your um your business and um, that's again where um, I do a lot of classes and I, I have some mentorship things coming up. So um, that's, that is something where I help that way. And if not, go, go take classes and go search around, find a mentor in your area and just not having any direction or you need to have mm -hmm. no, a goal that you're taking your healing work to. Um, and I know we're getting to the end of this, uh, this show again. Um, I, we, you know, we do do the after show video on YouTube, you know, Google, uh, Jennifer O'Neill spirit chat on YouTube, and you can find our after show that's usually up a day or two after this, um, video, but where can they find you? KL? You can find me at connectwithkl.com, K-E-A-O, and then on Facebook, you can go to the Mindful Lounge. Yeah, okay, and community. then, right, for the spirit community, yeah, on for everybody knows, com. you can go up top, there's a, a spirit community button on the right side you just asked to join all over 3,000 people in that group and it growing every day it's super active everybody gets super stoked about all this stuff we're talking about we talk about eclipse we talk about just all kinds of different things in there and also um definitely subscribe to youtube and you if you letter too i just that project that i'm working on that is causing me so much technical interference <laughs> Um, you can, you know, I have some uh, quizzes and stuff on my Keys to the Spirit World. If you take any of those or, you know, go into the spirit, learning about that. And, you know, 
this project must be really good because I've had more interference with this project. Like usually <laughs> I will have, and that's my always my indicator. I tell everybody in my classes and just like, the more interference that I have, certain interference, I'm on the right track and I've had a lot. So this <laughs> must be a good one. So anyways, thank you for joining in and until next Wednesday, day, aloha. Thanks for connecting everyone.